Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, I sat down with the director and two of the stars of the upcoming Amazon original film, Everybody's Talking About Jamie. We talked about what the film meant to the stars. We talked about what was the inspiration behind Jonathan directing the film, and so much more. I hope you enjoy this interview. I, I, I like to kind of open with just an easy one here. Especially for you two. What was it like the first time seeing yourself on the big screen? Oh, wow. I um, It was really, really wild for me. I, I worked in a cinema when I was 16, sweeping popcorn after the films and the credits were rolling and used to go in and check that the films were, you know, sharp and that the projector was not, not playing up during the film. So I got to see a lot of films when I worked at the cinema and... Um, I always talk about how when I used to watch, um, when I worked in the cinema, it was around the time the Hunger Games films were coming out and I used to work the midnight screenings and seeing people come dressed up and really excited for the films and then stealing posters of Jennifer Lawrence's face, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's face and putting them under my bed and stuff like that. So for me, it was, it's been this really crazy, sort of unbelievable, un, undescribable experience um, that I never really thought would come true. So it's like very crazy. Yeah, I mean, I the first time that I watched it was actually in my house with my dad on my TV like this. Um, and then, so even then it still didn't feel like real. Um, and then we watched it on the big screen with like all the cast and crew and it was just amazing to watch it with like the most supportive group of people we could get. Like yeah. everybody was like cheering and so excited so I couldn't have had a better first time experience watching it on the big screen. But every time you do do this, still, oh, yeah. still like, you're still I a bit just, like, Argh. Slowly as it gets more and more closer to my songs, my hands just go, Ooh, stop me. <laughs> you guys got beautiful voices, but I'll touch on that in a little bit. <laughs> what made you want to adapt it to bring it to the big screen? Um, seeing a documentary. Um, uh, there was a documentary on BBC Three uh, over in the UK called Jamie Drag Queen at 16 uh, about Jamie Campbell, a 16-year-old boy from the northeast of, of England from a very working class community who the opening shot is him getting off a bus in his school uniform and saying directly to camera my name's Jamie I'll be a drag queen and I went oh okay and I was gripped from that <laughs> moment onwards and then to actually just watch his journey throughout the hour of the documentary and to see the love and support of his mom and his mom's best friend and to watch him navigate how he could announce to his school that he wanted to be a drag queen and it was clear from the onset that he that wasn't about coming out as a gay young man because he'd already done that he'd done that by by the time he was 14 and then I watched as his community around him created a safe space in which he could do that and I just thought that was well, one beautiful, one incredibly moving, but two a story that needed telling, you know. Um, so I took that as my inspiration, and then I'd been living and working in New York for eleven years. So this was me coming back to Britain, and I thought oh, this is this is a story I want to tell now. So I went to the, the theatre in Sheffield, which is my hometown, and said, "Could I bring this story to this city?" And we created Jamie New, as opposed to Jamie Campbell. We placed him in a working class community in Sheffield and we created a theatre piece. Um, and then on our, around our 10th performance, 
Warp Films, who have an, a base in Sheffield, came to see that performance and optioned it as a movie. And it was just a roller coaster from that moment onwards, you know. Now, in doing my research and seeing some of the notes, it was over a year, I believe, and you had quite a lot of people that you went through to cast this lead role. What was it about Max that said yes? The initial, the initial. Sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about me, JB? <laughs> the, the initial thing, and I think, the initial thing, and I think that this is with many actors, is the unquantifiable thing. Is the thing you go, there's just a spark, there's just a magic, there's just a something. You know, you can't sometimes just name it. And Shaheen Beg, our casting director, put out a social media call to say anybody who wants to put themselves forward for this can. Doesn't matter if you're experienced or no experienced, just put yourself forward. And Max sent a little tape, probably no longer than about a minute long, uh, in which he spoke. He didn't act in it, he just told us about himself. And he, he was sat in his bedroom um, saying how much he connected with his story, how much he. Loved to loved drag, particularly loved drag race. Um, loved had been playing around with makeup and and loved doing that. And that he used to dress up, you know, with his sister when he was little. You know, make her play Kaniki to his Rizzo. Uh, and, that is true. <laughs> and I just thought there's 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 some magic in this young person. Uh, and we met. I we brought him in, and we did we did go through a lot of. Auditions, you might as well call them auditions. I just call them like like little meetings, testings. You know, really, I wanted to make sure for him because it's important for him that you know he wasn't made vulnerable, and it was really important for the film that, that we had. He, what he then needed was behind that magic is a skill set. You know, and he arrived with a skill set because he was still he was still at college, but he was in training. He was singing, he was dancing, he was acting. So I just wanted to make sure that all those things he felt secure with which he clearly did. We put him in a uh, um, recording studio, so we, you know, we, we danced him, I read with him many times, um, and we put him in drag, you know, and, and it's a big responsibility to play Jamie. You've got to play a 16-year-old kid who's unafraid of expressing their uh, effeminacy, who can be vulnerable and fierce, and can sing, dance, and rock a pair of heels, you know, and that's a lot, you know, and, but if you ask me, and I've said this many times, I knew in that initial tape that we found Ajay. Um, the same with Pretty, uh, the same with Pretty, the same with Lauren. Um, the same she sent in the tape. Her process is a little Good quicker. Because <laughs> we were, we were getting to the, we were getting You were running the, out of options. We were <laughs> <laughs> out the uh, I remember her coming into an, a, a little kind of old dance school in Sheffield. Yeah. She climbed up some stairs. I remember. This is how I remember it. She might remember it differently. She climbed up some stairs. She had an anorak on with a hood up like this. Like I could hardly see her face. She had a backpack on, and she. she she's, I, you had to lean forward to hear her speak because she was so quiet. She, <laughs> and it was that tiny and we sat down 
She's going so And Do you know that was me trying to be confident? Me <laughs> <laughs> being like, okay, you've got to be extroverted, you've got to charm him. And it's I still red as like I won't I won't even take my hood down. <laughs> but that afternoon I sat with Dan Gillespie Sells, our composer. And uh, we read, she was beautiful. I could see, clearly see beneath all this, and I did ask her to take her anorak off. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember this. I, beneath all this, I saw a fiercely intelligent young woman, which was really what, I, what, what pretty is. And then she sang for us, and I remember, sat, I was sat quite close to Dan, and I, I, I could feel his leg starting to touch mine, going, <laughs> We found it. This is okay. We're good. So that it was. It was a beautiful experience. Oh, I haven't heard that bit before. Thanks. Well, you could have told me then and there. Save me a lot more auditions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like. It's not all you know. There are hey, you had two. You had two or three. I had seven. So. Okay, you win. Yeah. What's it like in that phone call? Well, he told me. He told me himself in the room, which is like a bit unheard of. But I didn't have an agent, so. The only way that, and I was obviously an adult, so they had to communicate with me directly. Um, that was the only way you could tell me, really. Um, it was lovely. It was, yeah. it was lovely to do. You know, I I, I played a little I bit of a sick. I played a little bit of a trick trick on him because we just he just read with a few actors uh, previously. We all knew he was going to get the part, you know, and I asked him to come back. Into the they waited right till the end of the day. I'd I'd done the whole day of reading with the potential deans and yeah and uh, so I said Jake, uh, um, Max let's just can we, do, can we do one more thing and I could see his whole body go <laughs> you went you went can we just do some improvisation and I went oh no oh no oh no 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 I was like this is where I literally like this is where I, I mess it up and I said I'll play Dean and I remember saying so what's it like then and his face went what I said what's it like then and he said what? I said, God, it's taking me right back, you doing that. Like, that, like it's taking me right back. Did you feel me go right yeah, back then? I, I was like, <sighs> what's it like to be, you know, cast as Jamie Newman in, in this movie? And he went, what? He said, you're joking. You're joking. I think I swore. Did I swear? You did, did swear many times. <laughs> you always swear, though. I and always then, swear, sorry. Then he kind of ran around the room, skipping a while. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, that's... And then he shouted, can I ring my mom? <laughs> Yeah, I did. Which you then did. Lauren, to you, Pretty is uh, very pivotal in helping Jamie become the person that he's meant to be. Um, how is it? How important is that to have friends like that in our lives? Uh, yeah, I think that it's it's like indescribably important not just to have people like that, but to 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 feel just supported in things that you do. You know, as much as Jamie tries to be as confident as possible it's very it's a very scary thing to like tell people this like vulnerable part of yourself and what you yeah. want to be and your aspirations and you know pretty i'm sure that when he tells pretty that he wants to be a drag queen he's not expecting her to go oh yeah i love drag race like yeah. she's not from that <laughs> world she's she she's the complete opposite of him and but she i think the thing is that when you're kind of faced with something you don't know, that the love that she has for Jamie comes before anything. So she, she learns because she sees how happy it makes him. That's one thing she she mentions confidence, and in the film, Jamie doesn't lack confidence. Is that you in real life? 
Um, I think I like would say I'm probably like an extrovert introvert. Like I flow between the two, depending on how much sleep I've had. <laughs> um, but no, I I I I have found through working on this film a courage and a um, a confidence that I didn't have that I didn't have in bucket loads before. I definitely I definitely could fake it a lot a lot more. But I definitely am am you know taking that taking that journey every day to step into like my most authentic place and a place that I'm really confident in but that's taken that's taken again much like Jamie it's taken a a, a huge amount of friends collaborators and other artists that I've worked with like Johnny and Lauren to like you know instill that sort of faith in myself and my ability and I think now that I've now that I've done a, a job that seems so far away from like it seems so close to the, the dreams I've had of I, I was so determined when I was young to do it and I was like so focused on that that I'd like maybe like pushed away my happiness and my not my family because I'm so close to them but like now I can I can like pair back and like work on me rather than working on the career I guess which has been really nice so yeah uh, yeah because one thing going into the movie when I watched it I, I knew very little about the film um, and I, I really like to do that going into a film. You know, yeah, no matter me what too. Film, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't really like watching trailers. Like, yeah. I, 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 but watching the film, it's. I see, I see Max. You know what I mean? A lot more than I see Jamie in the role, in my opinion. You know, and I've done not stalking, but over <laughs> the last couple of days preparing for this, kind of looking and seeing where it starts, where it is. I, I felt like you owned the role you did you were you thank were you so much thank you know you. what I mean and it blew me away I, I felt connected not just because of the journey and the story that's written yeah. but because of what you did well that's that's I mean I can take some responsibility for that but that's like Johnny as a director like enabled us to pour so much of ourselves into these characters and mm. you know although like for me Jamie has like been quite a transformative role in many ways in terms of I don't look I, I look, don't look dissimilar to that but like I'm not blonde my eyebrows no longer are that plucked um, and and so like I if and I don't want to be a drag queen so it's in many ways it feels quite transformative but there's so much that we relate to the roles that you know we were encouraged to really pour ourselves into it and we were I think we were open to do that weren't we really yeah so I'm glad that came across <laughs> it did it, it, it does um, John to you um, what's what's the most challenging transition from stage musical to film. I, you haven't been asked that yet, have you? Which yeah. one was the most challenging bit? Um, for me, I think the there's many challenges making a movie. Many, many, many. <laughs> it's te it's it, uh, for me, it was the most exhilarating experience of my life and the most terrifying experience of my life in in equal measures. But actually, it, 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 in truth, I found it exhilarating making that shift from from stage to screen because of what the camera can do you know the camera can do in, in a theater an audience do a lot of work they do a lot of work because they fill in all their imagination takes flight so you, you're on a stage but you can take them to the street you can take them to somebody's home and you can suggest that on cinema you can literally get there you know and I came from those streets and I wanted to depict that community as truthfully and as honestly as I possibly could because I, I, I lived in that world and my family live in that world um, so to have the opportunity through cinema to go to those streets to have the wides of the vistas of that street was just amazing also what cinema can do is is close up 
and you can get right into somebody's soul, into their eyes, and, and, and see the complexity of a kid who does on the outside feel confident, but actually on the inside, you know, is actually going through a lot, you know, and trying to work it out. And sometimes that confidence is a bit of a mask, you know, and so and, and cinema can get right into that complexity with, with, with hardly anything, just the soul of the actor. And then also what was fabulous is how it allowed my imagination to fly because you know I could take Jamie's imagination and just run wild and I loved it you know all those kind of pop video-esque things that we played with and transforming one place into another place through in a fantastical way I just loved you know. Uh, Max to you there's there's a certain lyric that's stuck in my head ever since I watched the film and it's I'll keep climbing and climbing over this wall in my head yeah what do those lyrics mean to Max? Um, to me, they mean very simply to keep um, to keep stepping forward and making shifts and um, being open to um, getting rid of my own self saboteur. Really, simply, I think they mean a similar thing to Jamie. Really, you know, these that whole song is. Um, really interestingly a song you know where a character is going I've built up this wall and I need to I need to take responsibility in many ways to getting rid of it and you know for someone who was so young 16 to be expressing that so so early on and he knows that you know his his internal struggle you know he has to step forward from that I think that's such an in, an intelligent thing I think it shows that Jamie you know despite everything that he is and his exuberance that he is really intelligent but to me it means that Coming, coming, overcoming that, you know, the the imposter syndrome that, you know, many actors have that I do do struggle with sometimes. Aren't your voice, like, have you always been able to sing like that? Um, it's just, be it's beautiful. I, I mean, both, I mean, obviously both of you guys um, have amazing voices in the film, but. Thank you. Yeah, I. When did you discover that? I've always, I've, I've kind of never shut up to my dad's annoyance. Um, I've always like sang for fun. And then I got like a little qualification. You can do like little music qualifications in the UK. I don't know if you can do them here as well. Um, so I got one of them like a year before I auditioned in singing. But before that, I hadn't really taken any lessons or done anything like that. So I didn't really call myself a singer before I did this film. But I think I can now, because I've done it. That's <laughs> official. Yeah. I, would, I would say so. Definitely. I'm allowed to. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one small quick question. What was it like working with Richard D. Grant? Just amazing, really. Uh, he's so much fun. Um, it was obviously a bit daunting, you know, your first day on set. They go like, oh, so your first day is with an Oscar-nominated actor, and you're like, wow. Cool, sick, yeah. Yeah, like, great. Day. Yeah, that was my fir oh. our first day on set, and I was like, wow, okay, here we go. <laughs> Jump me straight in the deep end. But what I really, jumped me straight in the deep end. Teeth in, <laughs> teeth in. Um, but no, um, he really just, um, like Jonathan has said lots, like, he just worked, and we, I got to watch him and observe him, and he never patronised me, and he's so much fun, and he takes his job seriously when he needs to and is there and is generous for you when the cameras are on but when the cameras are off he is an absolute laugh um you know playing with all the props in the shop you know just just you know he said to me once he was like you know we're not doing heart surgery here we're you know we're telling stories so like don't 
don't like deep it too much, you know. Um, and, you know, all of that deepness and complexity is in the performance and in the storytelling when it happens. And all of the stuff that happens outside that is it's just for him and for and for me fun and i i carried that on you know to my other other jobs i was more relaxed knowing in the sense that you know actors like richard still you know he said to me about he you know he suffers with imposter syndrome and you know has that duality of you know sometimes not feeling like he should be there and sometimes feeling like he should got the role over someone else and all of those things so it's it, he was such a joy to work with and I um, he's been so incredibly supportive post this film and you know it was so amazing to see him in Loki being such a huge Marvel fan not me promoting <laughs> Loki <laughs> but um, I was like he wouldn't tell me anything about it um, and I was so so excited to see him and he's been so supportive over my next steps as well and, and uh, he will continue to be I, I truly believe that's awesome